yesterday was a weird day. And if we, I, I was going to skip this. By the way, I finally I saw Joker, and we're going to talk about it on Sunday. But yesterday was a weird day. President Trump had a uh, just an awesome speech in Minneapolis, in Minnesota, and the Democrats decided to hold an LGBTQRSXYWZ, whatever, um, on CNN. And I didn't even know it was happening, like probably most of the country. But I really miss some pure entertainment. So I tell you what, let's talk about that. If I get lucky and we have some time, let's go in and let's talk about Trump's speech. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So CNN decided to hold this uh, LGBTQ um town hall okay whatever floats their boat they want to do this that's fine um no one knew i think maybe seven or eight people knew about it outside of the audience who (laughs) were really out there um the kick the kick was i i decided not really to do anything yesterday i actually watched baseball so i didn't see the president's speech and i also didn't see um, the LG, the CNN's town hall. I, I, I don't want to keep saying LGBT garbage, uh, but I got, I got to tell you something. I would have been really entertained if I had just gone, <laughs> sat back and watched CNN for the first time. I swear to God, I really do need to look at some of their, um, uh, some of their programming because it looked excruciating, it was excruciatingly entertaining. And the big problem is I'm looking for it on the internet because I would love to spend the next six hours watching this thing, but it's not on there. Um, this thing was broken up. I, I decided to take clips from it, and trust me, I could have taken far more clips. <coughs> there was a ton of stuff. If you visit www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, I actually have two videos. One from uh, DC. Hold on, let me look here. I forgot what it was from. Uh, one from here it is from DC Shorts, which is a conservative website. That's where I actually grabbed most of the clips from, and the other from CBS News. And um, CBS News and DC Shorts really were about the same thing. I think. Uh, the reason CNN did not upload this thing is it did not make Democrats look really good here. It really didn't. It was just, this was a crap show. It was just absolutely terrible. So <coughs> I broke this thing up into three parts because all three parts were just trippy. Okay, the first part is going to be the awkward. And of course, you could imagine. The awkward was all over the place. See, here's, you know, well, I'll talk about that when I actually go through some of the clips. Um, The candidates were awkward, and they said a lot of things that were like, huh? (laughs) So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go over that. And even some of the hosts, uh, like Chris Cuomo, who's just an idiot anyway, but he's woke, so he's okay. He can say homophobic things and it's okay. Um. It, this stuff was pretty bad. 
So the awkward, it's the candidates just don't know what to say. And yes, there were far more, again, far more than what I put in. I put in some of the big ones. The second is the crazy. Yes, there is the crazy. You are dealing with transsexuals. You're dealing with parents who believe their children's gender dysphoria is... Uh, normal and natural and I, so you did have some crazy and we're gonna we're gonna have a couple of those and finally the third is the scary and the scary I will take seriously the reason I will take the scary seriously is because this is one of the reasons I was never a big fan of the LGBT in the first place now I'm gonna have to expand on that and I know I've talked about it in a previous podcast but I think uh, I'm going to have to explain it again and then before I give my opinions. So let's take, a, let's take a look at the first clip. The first clip is actually made up of, I believe it is uh, Joe Biden. And I'll explain this clip right after, okay? Joe Biden, um, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris. And... Cory Booker, I don't even know why he showed up to this thing. It's they're all searching for they're all searching for attention and they all want to really pander. It's really funny, but it just it sounds so bad. So listen to this clip. He had told me, he gave me a kiss. <laughs> you are a beautiful man. <laughs> and my pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. She, her, and hers. Mine too. Okay, I kind of messed up on that last clip, but, you know, it's 11.15 at night, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive myself and I'll just fill it in. So the first clip was really strange. Biden was talking about a friendship that he had with some gay guy at one point, or... Maybe the guy wasn't gay or whatever. And he's basically, he's got Anderson Cooper there who is gay. All right. And Biden starts talking about how a man walked up and tried to kiss him. And so Biden walks up to Anderson Cooper and Anderson's, and he starts approaching like he's going to kiss Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper is kind of like, uh, dude, no, 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 no. He actually puts his hand up. This You've got to see the video if you haven't seen it yet. And, <laughs> and Biden backs the hell off because, I mean, he's already been rubbing shoulders of 13-year-olds and sniffing their hair. The last thing he needs is to get into trouble with the gay community because he sexually harassed a gay man. So a married gay man at that. So that was the first one. Cory Booker, this is the guy, he, he says, well, I'm the guy walks up and he says something like, you know, I'm a gay man. And he says, well, you're a beautiful man. And people kind of looked around and, uh, and they kind of clapped. But it was just such an awkward. This is not something. For example, if I, a woman comes over to me and says, uh, and, and and says, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm unmarried. I don't sit there and say, well, yeah, and you're a beautiful woman. This is awkward. Oh Lord. <laughs> and the final one was Kamala Harris, and she's talking with Chris Cuomo. <clears throat> so the first thing that's really weird, she's pandering right off the bat. She's uncomfortable in this whole thing. 
Okay, she is uncomfortable. You could tell when she said that her gender pronouns are her, hers, and she. You could tell that this was a real pandering thing and she wasn't really comfortable with it. Then Chris Como decides to be, a, you could barely hear it in the clip, but he sits back and says, okay, because it didn't sound like he was expecting this. No one really questioned uh, Kamala Harris's sexuality. I mean, she was screwing Willie Brown so she could become, so she could join politics, right? So no one questioned Kamala Harris's sexuality. But, um, Chris, so Chris Cuomo was caught offline, off, off guard, and he sat there and said, yeah, well, me too. Oh, shoot. Chris Cuomo, the most woke guy in the world, just made fun of someone who expressed her uh, gender pronouns. You're not supposed to do that. Of course, Kamala Harris knows this. She There's a pause. There's some clapping. I don't think everyone caught what Cuomo said. And then she said, all right, just like that. Chris Cuomo, after the break, had to actually go in and apologize for making fun of the gender pronoun enunciation. Here's the whole thing. These guys don't buy the crap they're peddling at this this deal. Okay? None of them do. Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, whatever. They are uncomfortable in this little world. In their little elitist world, they don't have to deal with transsexuals and weirdos like they're dealing with here. And by the way, we're not talking about, okay, you've got like a gay man there, right? We're not talking about that. We're talking, these are extremists. They are weirdos. And they're uncomfortable. I know tons of gay people. I've got gay people in my family. You would not know they were gay. Some of them are really gay, but they don't care. It's not a big deal. These people were over the top, and you could tell most of these candidates, even Pete Buttigieg, who is a married gay man, seemed uncomfortable. I could have actually put about 50 clips here that would have shown this. There was one, there was one uh, quote where uh, President or Vice President Biden sat there and said, well, you know, one day I came out and... Uh, and everyone started laughing and clapping. It was a, it was a, what's it called? It was a gaff, another gaff. But here's the thing. Apparently, Biden isn't woke enough to sit back and say, oh, no, I didn't mean, uh, woke enough to say, yeah. <laughs> he, he sat back and sat and tried to bring it back that he was straight. Actually, he didn't mean it that way. That's a gaff. So... That's the awkward, and it was throughout the entire show, and 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 all these these hypocrites, these pieces of garbage, these liars, are sitting and pandering to these people that make up less than a percent of the population, and are extremists. Like I said, I know a lot of gay people. It's not a big deal, but these are extremists. So, okay. Now, let's get to the crazy. 
And there were actually three instances. I have video of two of them. I have audio of two of them. Um, the audio of the third I'll talk about in a second. Here's the first one. This is really, this is really awesome. Now, I'm going to introduce this a little bit. This was a trans woman, which is a man who thinks he's a woman. And he has a question. And the, the, the announcer, who is a real woman, mispronounces her name. So listen to this. It's awesome. Shay, what's your question? Um, it's Shia Diamond. Shia Diamond. Yes, honey, it's violence to, to misgender or to alter a name of a trans person. Before we get into the real issue about this freak, let's let's understand something. This is a gal. She must have stood like five feet tall, weighed maybe 400 pounds. She looked like a man. She sounded like a man. Uh, she had, uh, and notice I say she because I had no problem with this, so I respect her enough to say she, but she had like 17 piercings in her face, she was an actress, she's an actress or a songwriter or whatever it was, she's in the entertainment industry, there's a shocker, but so right off the bat, she was freakish, she couldn't even keep her hat on her head, all right, so she, she was just bizarre, but here's the thing, okay, the gal mispronounced your name. That is not a shouldn't be a big deal. No, just yeah. Hey, no, my name is Shia Diamond. Sorry. Yeah, first off, Shia Diamond. That's we got issues right there. Okay, but no, my name's Shia. Shia Di or Shia Diamond, and move on from there. And then she sits back and says, you know, if you misgender a trans person or you mispronounce their name, it's violence. This is the stupidity of the left. Here's why this CNN, this CNN art, this CNN town hall will not be produced. You will not find a full transcript. You will not find a full video of it on the internet because this makes the Democrats, the left, look crazy. It makes them look absolutely crazy. First off, words are not violence. Okay, violence punching me in the nose. Is, is violence. Okay? Stabbing me in the chest is violence. I saw the Joker tonight. What the Joker did to the seven people he was dealing with, that was violence. Calling me Dean instead of Gene is not violence. That's a oopsie. You made a mistake. I'm not going to sit back and lose my stuff because you mispronounced my name. Okay, I, I was going to go more into it, but let's let's just go into this next clip of crazy. And then we're going to, I'm going to wrap around crazy in a second. Um, this clip, uh, <laughs> speaking of crazy, uh, a mother brings her transgender kid. And this kid was about eight, nine. I don't know how old he was. I didn't listen to him speak or her. I, I don't know what the hell that kid is, but... You will hear a, a clip from the mother in a few minutes, and then we're going to talk about that, because that's one of the scary things. That's one of the things that really disturbs me about this whole deal. Uh, so, 
this mother has her tra transgender prepubescent kid on the stage, and then some gal, or uh, I'm sorry, some transgender female, black transgender female. We have to we have to say black because that's what she's bringing up here. Um, decides just to go off and flip out, and she flips out at CNN. Listen to this, and I will be playing the whole the whole clip because it's just too bizarre. I just want to take a moment before I ask my question to validate the pain of our transgender siblings that demonstrated earlier and that have spoken up today, especially black trans women. But let me tell you something, black trans women are being killed in this country and CNN, you have erased black trans women for the last time. Let me tell you something, black trans women are dying, our lives matter. I am an extraordinary black trans woman and I deserve to be here. My black trans sisters that are here, I am tired. I am so tired. I'm just sitting there and it's not just my black trans women, it's my black trans brothers too. And I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say what no, I'm no, 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 come here. No, no, I just want to ask you something. Come I'm, here. I'm Tell me. Come here. I want you to talk. What's your name? I'm Blossom C. Brown. Blossom, let me ask Google you. Google me. Blossom. Please Google me. Blossom, thank you. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me, no, don't come on the stage. Don't okay, come on okay. the stage. Can, may I have the mic? Okay. May I have the mic? Blossom, let me tell okay. you something. The reason that we're here is to validate people like you. That is why we're giving, but that is why we're here. Okay. But I. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, we can't hear you. Blossom, we can't hear you. Here, Blossom, we can't hear you. Baby, your actions have to speak louder than words because guess what? Not one black trans woman has taken the mic tonight. You're... Not one black trans man has taken the, uh, the mic tonight. Yeah. Show me. You, Blossom, Show me. Blossom. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Blossom, you're a black trans woman. You have the mic in your hand. I've given, I've taken it and given it back to you. We want to hear from you. We have had trans people of color. We've had all people here. And you're welcome. But we, but we are proud and happy that you're here. We're proud and happy that you're here. Yes, but remember, we, we're on our time constraint. All right. Thank you, Blossom, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's how anti-blackness works amongst people of color. That's what anti-blackness looks like. The erasure of black trans people. All right. I'm here, we're here in this room. Please give us that opportunity. Blossom, thank you so much, and we appreciate it. Now, what I would have said if I was Don Lemon, who, by the way, is a gay black man, what I would have said is, bitch, you're nuts. Get off the stage, give me my mic, someone drag her, her ass, his ass, I don't know. I mean, he, he basically barreled that kid who was sitting in line waiting to talk. I, I, first off, I, I, nobody's getting killed. Who is killing trans black women? Who is killing trans black women? I'm sorry, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe this is like, I, 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 I'm missing the concentration camps filled with trans black women. As a matter of fact, last I checked, trans women period made up less than 0.6% of the country. They're not relevant enough to kill. If trans black women are dying, I'd like to know, okay, what are they dying of? And here's a newsflash. She was one of two trans black women 
that talked on this show. Trans black women must make up less than 1.01% of the population. As a matter of fact, the, the first craziness I had was was a, tra a trans black woman. And I thought it was hysterical. Don Lemon trying to be the trying to be the sensitive soul he is. Wasn't a sensitive soul. He's lower on the the intersectionality chart. He's black, that's great. He's gay, that's awesome. Okay? But that person was gay, which is great, black, which is great, and uh transsexual. Oops. So he only had, Don Lemon only had two of the intersectionality requirements, and this gal had three. He loses, so he has to show something. This is what's so terrible about identity politics and intersectionality. That's why it never works. It will always eat itself apart, because anything you've got to say doesn't make any difference if that person has more intersectionality, uh, more uh, identity check marks than you do. And so he's got to kiss her ass. And the reason he's got to kiss her ass is because if he doesn't, he doesn't show that he's woke. He shows that he's not for intersectionality or identity politics. Here's the thing. This wasn't the only crazy moment. While some guy who happened to be straight and white, by the way, decided he wanted to ask a question, a scientific question, it turned out. Um, a group of protesters started coming down and waving flags in front of him and all that garbage. And then they started getting into fights. Oh, CNN will definitely not show this video. They will not show the entire thing. Pete Buttigieg and I, I, I think it was, um, I think it was Anderson Cooper. They were terrified that they were going to have a riot in their studio. In their studio, they were going to have a riot. One of the reasons I wanted to bring up the Trump rally is, the Trump rally, everyone loved each other. They had some protesters, whatever, but. They just escorted the protesters out, and that was it. And everyone was happy. There's a big difference between a Democratic rally and a Republican rally. In a Republican rally, everyone's relaxed. Everyone's having a good time. People will leave. The place is clean. No one's peeing on the floor. No one's burning anything. At a Democratic rally, you are always 10 seconds from a riot. Here's the thing. President Trump's not popular. All people have to do is not be crazy on the Democratic side. Tulsi Gabbard, for example, and I say this at work all the time, Tulsi Gabbard has everything she needs to be to be president. She's moderate. She's smart. She's served in the military. She's pretty. She's got a great look. 
if the left could just get their heads out of their butts for five freaking seconds and stop being crazy and say, you know what? She's the best nominee. She would end up winning the primary because she's going to have a real easy, that gal would have a real easy time with independence. And she would end up winning the presidency. But the Demo the left cannot stop being freaking crazy. All right. So that's our crazy. So let's move on. Now we get to the scary. And I'm going to violate the Dave rule. I'm already violating it a little bit, but not by much. I, I figure I got another 15 minutes, which will take me to 40 minutes. Let's talk about the scary. And the scary is really scary. So let me explain my, let me explain me again. If you haven't heard a previous podcast, I was very anti-gay marriage. And I didn't know why. I had no real reason to be anti-gay marriage. I just didn't really care. My mom's gay. I, I, I just don't care. It doesn't bother me. Okay? But I realized later, when I became smarter, I realized that I was anti-gay marriage, not really anti-gay marriage. I was actually pro-gay marriage. I really didn't care. I was anti-LGBT, and specifically, I was against the militancy that was the LGBT. They were militant. They did not just want to have gay marriage. They wanted their lifestyle to be seen as natural. And that I had a problem with. They wanted, I was afraid that I'm a Catholic. I was afraid they were going to sit back and force Catholic Catholic churches and Catholicism to change their ways, and I'm against that. So where am I now? I'm pro. I I don't care if you get if if you're gay and you get married. I I don't care anymore. That doesn't bother me. I could care less. As far as I'm concerned, okay, you're you're married. It's a civil union. I'll totally respect it. I have no problem with it. I'll even go to one. I have no problem with that. But it's a civil union. You can call it a marriage, but unless you're married in my church, it, it's not real marriage. And we can move on from anything else. That, that doesn't make any difference to me. But unfortunately, my fears of 10, 15 years ago have come to fruition. So let's listen to this. Do you think religious institutions uh, like colleges, churches, charities, should they lose their tax-exempt status if they oppose same-sex marriage? Yes, that right to religion free, religious freedom ends where religion is being used as an excuse to harm other people. That was the first little clip was from uh, Beto O'Rourke, who is extreme, he's very extreme, and he's really trying to get attention. Thank God he's not going to be president. I don't even know why he's wasting time. I'm glad he is, because the more time he wastes, the more time he keeps running, um, the less value he's going to have in future elections. 
And the other one is Pete Buttigieg, who's a gay man who's married to another man. That's fine for him. Uh, but Pete Buttigieg has a tendency of really... He's a Catholic. He's Christian, at least. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's Catholic. He has a tendency of constantly um, screaming about religion and things like this and teaching us Catholics that the 2,000 years of Catholicism that we have instilled within us is wrong. Um, so here's my big fear with this. My big fear with this is now the LGBT is going to attack religion. I was good as a Catholic. I was good with gays being married. I was okay with that. That was fine. You want to get married? Go get married. As long as you're not married in my church, I have no problem with it. And my church will not marry them. And we have strict we have strict beliefs, moral beliefs and natural beliefs in this. And by the way, we have strict moral and natural beliefs in all sorts of sex. For example, if I get married right now, because I was married in the Catholic Church, I can't be married in the Catholic Church again. And if I have sex with that woman, which I have, I've got to call it, if I have sex outside of my divorce, I am committing adultery, technically, to the Catholic Church. And if I had sex with that woman, and I don't really want kids, or she doesn't want kids, or neither of us wants kids, and Dad, if you're listening, neither of us wants kids, nobody wants kids, then I'm breaking a Catholic doctrine. Because the reason for sex is procreation. I'm sorry. That's the rules. I'm breaking it. To have these people sit back and say, well, we're going to force your church to do something, definitely a violation of the First Amendment. You cannot force a religion to do something they just don't do. And then sit back and say, well, it's discrimination. It's, yeah, well, it's discrimination, yeah, but no, they're just rules. Rules discriminate. Um, our laws discriminate against murderers. If you're a murderer, you're a bad person and you should be put to death. Our laws discriminate against that. Our laws discriminate against child molesters and rapists. If we, didn't, if we did not have rules in the world, the rules always discriminate. It's stupid. It's a stupid argument. But this is what I've always feared. I've always feared that one day they're going to attack something that, it, that does matter. And now you've got two idiots on stage. Now, granted, you can combine the you can combine the polling data of both, and they're not even going to be in third. They're not even going to be in fifth place. So neither of these guys is going to be president. But just the thought: this is where the left is going. And if you listen to the tapes, these people are clapping. You know what? Leave my religion alone. I, I you can get married. Go to the courthouse. Get married. I'll leave you alone. I won't demand anything from you. Leave me alone. Leave my religion alone. This is why I was anti-gay marriage 10 years ago. Is because of this. And this was a big deal. But there is one thing that is a 
bigger deal. And this is really scary for me. Listen to this. My name is Jacob, and I'm a nine-year-old transgender American. My question is... All right, Transgender women of color, and it's 15 years later, and we're still failing you as a community. But there are mothers like me and other community members that are committed to change. And so, thank you for allowing that. We're losing, we're losing sight of things in this country. We really are. And people... 50 years, maybe 30 years, maybe 20 years from now, we're going to sit there and say, what the frick were you guys thinking? A nine-year-old is a prepubescent child. A nine-year-old does not know what it is to be the sex that they are. So a little girl doesn't know what a little girl is. A little boy doesn't know what a little boy is. So to sit back and say, well, I'm a little boy when I'm an actual girl does not make you a transsexual. It means you may have gender dysphoria, which was an actual psychological diagnosis for a while. Now it's kind of political correctness has just thrown that out, out the windows. I. The other question is, um, you are a nine-year-old girl You've never been a boy before. How do you know you want to be a boy? You know, here's the thing. You want to express yourself? Express yourself. That's fine. Play soccer. Try out for the football team. Do something. You, you, you're a tom. I think the problem is we've confused that being a tomboy doesn't necessarily mean you're a boy. There are lots of girls that are tomboys. That does not make you a boy. The second part of that whole thing, the second part of that whole thing, which really disturbed me, was the mother. And that wasn't the mother. That was a, a different transsexual kid's mother. But you could hear. And, and something that really struck me was, but we are here for change. Okay, it's your kid. Your kid should not be used as a political tool. Matter of fact, that other nine-year-old should not be used for a political tool. Those kids should be in bed, watching cartoons, playing video games, outside, throwing a ball against a wall, something. They have no business being in the middle of this crap. And, and the reality is, a kid with gender dysphoria, which is quite common, should not be encouraged to have... It's, that's like me encouraging someone to be a schizophrenic. At nine years old, you do not know any of that stuff. It is stupid. It is scary. And our schools are teaching it now. And now they're trying to force, as we saw in the last clip, they're trying to force religion to accept this crap. It's crap. So I'm going to spend another five, uh, four minutes and 30 seconds talking about this. Then I'm going to stop because I've got to, I'm already 10 minutes over. But here's the thing. We need sanity. We need sanity. There is no sanity. This stuff doesn't make sense. Gender is not a cultural construct. 
Gender is you're born with a gender. You're not assigned a gender. You're born with a gender. And that's your gender. And if you decide at 21, 22, 23, 24, you want to be, you're a man, you want to be a woman, that's fine. No problem. You're old enough. But when we start dealing with nine-year-olds and saying, oh, you're, you're, you want, you feel like a little boy when you're a girl? Yeah, sure. That nine-year-old doesn't even know what a girl or a boy is. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. The Democrats are going to lose the next election because they're, they're just crazy. They're crazy. They support this crap. And not only are they supporting crazy, not only are they trying to out-crazy each other, but they look really uncomfortable doing it, which means they're looking really dishonest. This CNN thing that you will not be able to find on the internet because CNN does not want to publish this. This was a disaster for the Democratic Party, the left, and CNN. They will not publish anything but little clips here and there. CBS, if you go to the website, CBS is there. I've got, um, I've got video from CBS, which I'm shocked they, they did it. And of course, DC Shorts, which is a right-wing website, Daily Wire, Daily Caller, they all have this stuff listed and just are making fun of it. Trump is going to win the election because he is not as crazy as the left. Do not be shocked if you're going to see Hillary Clinton jump in. There has been talk that she's going to jump in. She's probably going to and she'll lose again. But right now she's looking like the most moderate. Okay. Um, sorry, I got a little heated, especially at the end. A lot of it was funny, but the end really bothered me and I, I, I needed to go off. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Visit my blog at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and I'll have the videos, um, the complete videos, not the little excerpts I, I pulled out. Um, you can uh, download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, or YouTube. I hope you have a great weekend. And now, the next one will be about Joker. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Ooh.